Bless the Lord. My name is Apostle Dr. Antonio E. Wright, Senior Pastor and Founder of Kingdom Expectations. You are now preparing to listen to Kingdom Expectation Ministries podcast. We pray that you be blessed, encouraged, and enriched as you listen to the Word of God. I was trying to get out here early to be a part of the praise and worship since the funk was going on. And uh, nothing like hearing a little bit of funk before you get ready to minister the word. Excuse me for all you holy people. Uh, I hope everybody got their tent doors open. I'm just going to talk tonight. Time. Uh, I need 40 minutes. No more than 45. 741. So give me to 830. Is that okay? Y'all have a, a y'all do have a 40 minute attention span, right? It's 40. Even my great granddaughter has 25 minute attention span. You know, hopefully. So you know, again, I just wanna um, I wanna I wanna mess up some stuff. I just wanna talk. Uh, I have a lot of things on my mind. You know, I have this problem. My my issue is I have all this. I I think, I think, and so and me and my wife talk periodically. Um, and so there's times uh, that I'm concerned with the body, not just this body, but the body of Christ in general. Uh, and of course, we've gone through a shift and we're getting prepared to go through another shift that you don't know about. So we're getting ready to go through another shift. And, and I'm, I'm watching and listening to God. Uh, and again, I'm going back through this because uh, I'm no longer ministering the way I once ministered. So this is new to me. Uh, this is growth for me, and I like growing, not this way, but I like growing. Amen, praise God, hallelujah. Even though I've grown this way somewhat, but it's okay, baby. Heart's still good, everything's still functioning, I'm still walking with my 20-pound waist vest on. Crackhead moment, bro. Uh, but I got to do what I got to do because I got to live, 120. Uh, so, so there's some things that I want to share. <clears throat> I'm still talking about prayer, its purpose, and its power and to denounce some critical thinking that we've had for these 31 years that I've been pastoring here. Uh, and one of the things I love about God is when change comes, God only allows change to come when he's placing us in another area. And, and so I'm, I'm mindful of the fact that, isn't it amazing that the disciples were the only ones that could comprehend the kingdom? Yet they were not Pharisees, they were not sad, you see. They just happened to be common folk that understood what the Bible said, and they recognized the signs and wonders of the king. And so what happens is I have this arduous task to employ unto you the kingdom of God. And now when I start this tonight, the funny thing about it is we still teach, and I'm sorry, other people still teach that you must be born again. Can I hit you tonight? That is not scripture. Well, that got quiet, wasn't it? It wasn't, it wasn't scripture. Jesus only mentioned being born again one time to some old man that woke him up in the middle of the night trying to figure out what the Sam Hill is going on. If you read in Matthew chapter 4, the first thing Jesus said to do is the fact that the kingdom of God is at hand. If you go to Matthew chapter 10, when he told his apostles to go out, he's... <coughs> <clears throat> excuse me, he said, that's not Coronas. He said, go forth preaching the kingdom. He never said anything about being born again. Here's the issue I have. The problem with that is we still got people trying to get to heaven and God didn't give us command over heaven. 
He gave us dominion over the earth. The problem is they don't teach Revelation because Revelation teaches us there'll be a new heaven and a new earth. It will be kings and priests over the new earth, not heaven. Heaven is not your home. It is a resting place until the new earth and the new heaven is created. Only thing you're doing right now is practice. It's just practice. And you have to understand you're in practice because the Bible makes this stipulation. How can we be judges over angels if we can't judge what we're going through today? So even the angels will have to one day bow down to us. But the fact is, if you understand who you are in the kingdom, the angels are already bowing down because they only move when we tell them to move other than God. So, of course, some of your angels are just sitting up on their behinds because you don't have enough word to give to them, so they don't know what to do. They're just trying to wait because you don't. But, I mean, the funny thing is, again, and I say all that, you say, why are you saying that tonight? Because I'm still dealing with prayer, the purpose and power, but you still have to understand who you are in order to have access to the purpose and power of prayer and why God gave it to you. And that has nothing to do with stuff that has everything to do with the kingdom. Let's be real stupid about this. <laughs> Anytime preachers preach today, do you hear them preaching the kingdom or do you hear them preaching the effects of the kingdom? Y'all looking at me crazy. The mask hiding your face. So let me read it to you. <laughs> Here's what Jesus said in Matthew 10. This ain't my prayer. This is, I just want to throw this at you. I like throwing stuff before I go. That's, I say I got to quit throwing because I throw stuff and I don't finish the prayer. But I just want to throw this. In Matthew 10, just in case you think I'm fabricating. In Matthew 10, <laughs> 10 and uh, can I see the uh, declaration? In Matthew 10, verse 7, he said, as ye go preach, what? Saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Ain't that what it say? Now, what happens after that? Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, Cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely you give. What do most people teach? Healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out devils. Did he tell us to preach that? No. He said, preach the kingdom. And when you preach the kingdom, the sick will be healed, the dead can be raised, and the devils can be cast out. But we have preachers that will tell you that, oh, Lord God, like the woman with the issue of blood, if you could just touch the hem of his garment, my God, you'll be healed if you just press on in. And boy, y'all get happy, and the hammer start to kick, and y'all shout and jump. But he didn't do that. He said, preach the kingdom. I'm busting heads tonight. I got people mad. It's okay. He said, preach the kingdom. If I preach the kingdom, blind eyes will be open. Deaf ears will be open, tongue, tongue, dumb tongues will be loose. I ain't got to lay hands on nobody. He said, if you preach the kingdom, these signs shall follow. Instead of preaching the kingdom, we're preaching the effects. I don't have time any longer to preach the effects of the kingdom. I have to teach you the kingdom. Why? Because then the effects will follow. Again, we go back to three weeks ago. Why? After 25 years, 23 years, he then gives that message to us. It's not like other people haven't gotten the message. You have a choice whether to stay in the group and miss God 
or go where God is telling you to go and be little gods. Because we are kings and priests. And the Old Testament did say we are little G's. Y'all ain't saying much. He did say that. Excuse my arrogance or my confidence, if you will. He did say that. So I have this task. You say, what does it have to do with prayer? Well, it really has a lot because I don't have them jumping, shouting messages no more. Matter of fact, you should jump and shout knowing the fact that, oh, you mean to tell me I can do this? You mean to tell me I got that? You mean to tell me I can walk in this? I've been depriving myself because of what you told me I was? Oh, let me really mess your head up. So the Bible says, I'm gonna get in trouble. Quit saying that, my wife told me to quit saying that. I'm not in trouble. The Bible says in the book of Numbers, chapter 10, <laughs> you know, there's this question, I'm gonna get slightly, not political, I'm gonna get slightly, what do they call this thing that's going on now? Uh, I think it's Numbers chapter 10, or is it 12, it's chapter 10. I'm gonna get slightly, um, peanut butter and jelly. So let me go old school and just do it like this here. I think it's in Numbers chapter 10. Somebody got mad at me because I don't use a Bible anymore. Uh, I use uh, <laughs> I use the uh, I use the electronic way, but I, I, I have to find certain things. There's certain things I have to find and I'm looking for it now and I can't, I can't find it. So y'all just keep praying. I'm going to get it. It's in Numbers chapter 10. Or is it 11? Maybe it's Numbers chapter 11. Yeah. It's okay. I'll tell you the name and then you can find it. <laughs> So, so, so anyway, so, so we have this issue. We, we have this issue. So I'm going to just talk this one through because uh, now I can't find it. And I should have wrote it. I should have wrote it down like I normally do because uh, I'm, 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 I'm stuck on stupid and leaning on dumb. Uh, so in Numbers chapter 10, we have this particular issue, if you will. Uh, <coughs> and I, I want to talk about racism. Can I talk about racism? Huh? No, 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 no. Where you at? You know what I'm thinking? <laughs> what is what is in number 16? No, no. See, that's see how he didn't? That's your daddy. Don't do that. <laughs> I didn't even say it took core, did I? Is it? That's your daddy. That's your daddy. Look, I'm trying, I want to get, I want to get to a point. I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere. I really want to get somewhere. Oh, yeah. oh Exodus. Okay, Exodus. Yeah, but there's a place enough. Anyway, so I'm going I'm to I'm throw this at you real quick. Uh, there's a place in, in Exodus. I think it's Numbers, though. It's got to be Numbers. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. It's in Numbers. Let me pull his name up. I'm sorry, y'all. I want to put this in here so I can get the prayer. I need to, I need to do this tonight. <sighs> That's right. They changed his name. Help me, Holy Ghost. R-E-U-L. I spelled that wrong. 
Anyway, I'm gonna get in. I, I find it later because I need to get out of here because I'm, I'm, I'm taking up too much of my time. So, so I want to throw something at you. There's a particular place in the Bible. First of all, you know, black people have issues with mixed marriages. I need y'all to shut up. White people have issues with mixed marriages. I need y'all to shut up. You know, God never had a problem with mixed marriages. God had a problem with mixed religions. <clears throat> so, so if I go back to it, here's what we got to understand. Moses married a black woman. Right. And the black woman that she married, her father was a priest. Right. Now, that's in Numbers chapter 10. If you go to Numbers chapter 12, the only two people that got mad with Moses was his brother and sister. Right. You see what happened to her, right? <clears throat> see, God had, a, God had a problem. God had a problem. You say, well, okay, what's your point? I'm not being racial. I'm just being visual. I need to cast vision. Because the problem with the people is when the people don't know who they are, they don't know what they have the authority to do. And see, sometimes we miss it as a people because we've been subjective to being submissive. And you can't be subjective to being submissive in the kingdom. So in the kingdom, you have to know your authority, you have to know your rights. And it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. If you look at the color of your skin, then you'll understand that Adam was a man of color. You'll understand that Jesus was a man of color. You understand that even Abraham married an Ethiopian and had more kids in Ethiopian than he had with his first wife. Right. I'm just trying to help somebody. So if you look at that, it's kind of amazing because the Bible tells me that when when Moses got ready to leave and go into the wilderness, he asked his father-in-law, can you come with us so you can lead us? Because you know the way through the wilderness. What other ethnicity that understands pain and sorrow? What other ethnicity knows how to make soup when they ain't got no bones? What other ethnicity knows how to worship when they don't have a song? What other, what, other, what other ethnicity knows how to seek after God's face, not even knowing there is a God? Right, right. But see, you don't understand the fact that they need you to see their way through. And but because but, but you, you've been submitted to a culture that makes you look less than what you are. Right. But when you understand who you are in the kingdom of God, you'll understand your purpose. And your purpose is beyond ethnicities. Your purpose is in kingdom. And in kingdom, you walk like God told you to walk. You walk with the authority of God, and you quit being submissive to the anarchy that's going on around you. You fall privy to the thoughts and minds of the negative people around you instead of walking on right in who you actually are. I'm not afraid of the man riding behind me. He can't touch me. No weapon formed against me will prosper, and every tongue I condemn it. I dare him to pull me over. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, and thank you, Jesus. Because he's going to walk out there acting stupid. He's going to see that angel up there. Got to let this one go, bro. I don't know who that was, but he had something around him, bro. Did you feel that poppers? I need y'all to understand something. If they went up to Jesus, see, this is how dumb people are. They went up to Jesus, and they said, are you him? He said, you said it. And all of them fell down. See, at that particular time, I'd have been a UFN. Right, unidentified flying Negro. I'd have been out the door. You wouldn't have the word, bro. Y'all can catch me next week. Matter of fact, you keep the check. I ain't even coming by the office. Just, anytime you over your mouth and I fall down, what am I getting up for? I'm a low crawl. <laughs> so understand, I'm not saying it from an ethnic point. I'm saying it from a biblical point because the Bible says in Genesis, he created man to have dominion. Start walking in your dominion and come out of your passivity. 
You don't have to ask for nothing other than asking your father. And then he had the nerve to say, ask, and it shall be given. He didn't make this statement, if you seek, you'll find it. And for some dumb, idiotic reason, he also told us if we knock. <laughs> See, the problem is you quit seeking. First, the kingdom. You start seeking stuff. You start seeking money. Can I tell you something about money? Don't seek wealth. How can you make $100,000 and give God $5,000? You pimp God, but you want him to bless. So let's do the New Testament. You give sparingly, you reap sparingly. Don't seek the blessing. Seek the blesser. And as long as you seek the blesser, the blessing will come. I don't have to seek money. Money, 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 money. Go always come to me. Why? Because I'm always seek him first. That's kingdom. Kingdom ain't going after stuff. Kingdom is I am. I don't have to, how am I seeking after something that I am? Huh? Why am I, have to, why am I seeking after something that I have? Huh? If I give it, he gonna give it back. That was a hiccup, wasn't it? I was pregnant. If he give it, he will give it. See, they, y'all, they didn't catch that. If he give it, yeah, catch that. If you give it, he'll give it back. Huh? Way off topic, way off topic, way off topic. I'm gonna go back. You know what happens? All right, I'm gonna talk to you two over here. You know what happens? Sometimes when you have a miscarriage, you have a fear. You have a fear and you don't think God will move again. And sometimes you fear the fact that what if it happens again? And that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to fear having another one because he knows your womb is blessed. So what he'll do is he'll keep knocking fear in you, right? Making you feel bad. Now realizing that was an attack. There's more on the way. Yeah, there's more. The quiver's still full. Y'all don't understand there's more. The, the quiver. Not you yet, baby. I just, yeah. Yeah, you might want to back that thing up, girl. Turn that motor scooter around. I don't even see what I saw when I said. You just dropped that mug and say, Rev ain't say that. <laughs> huh? That's right. You seeking out the wrong thing. Stop it. Shut your mind down. Let me, I need it. I need, I need, I need, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to throw that, I'm going to shut up, I'm going to throw that, I'm just say, don't seek money. Well, Pastor Wright, you're always talking about money. Yeah, because I give it, and I get it back. Don't, don't seek money, seek him. Once you seek him, he'll give you, he'll give you. Can I tell you what's better than money? It's spelled F-A-V-O-R. Favor right. is a real Amen. motor school. <laughs> Y'all thought, yeah, I felt like I said, I got too many people listening now. I just tell us, I gotta tone it down. I bring it out. I, I can't be ignorant. I gotta bring it out. Work it out. Work it out. That's what I'm saying. Because I want to say that. So, so, so answer me this as I get it. I need to get to my notes. Because we got, I got to finish this on prayer and authority. So answer me this. I want y'all to hear this because I heard this tonight. And we have some issues. I want y'all to hear this tonight. So, because somebody declared that I will listen to advice and receive instruction that I may gain wisdom in the future. Did y'all declare that? All right, I'm going to test you. I'm going to test you. Because, you know, I was talking 
uh, one of my daughters I was talking to, somebody, you know, I'm always running my mouth. I, I had to learn something. I tell people this stuff is my opinion. It's really not my opinion. I tell you my, it's my opinion because I don't feel like I was telling you the Lord talked to me. But you need to get to a place you understand if I tell you something, it ain't my opinion. And, and I've sat back and I watched people miss God because they've been out of position. Let me tell you how you get out of position and you miss God. I'm going to just share with you. Uh, and, and, and can I say this? I'm, I'm going to say this and because this is something I'm backing out of because preachers always preach their experiences. Your experience is not the kingdom. We don't need to hear your experience. We want to hear the kingdom. The only way your experience helps us is if it's lined up. But can I tell you something? We're not going to have the same experience you have. That's like speaking in tongues. We don't have the same experience. That's like being uh, accepting, accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. I twisted it, didn't I? Right. That's right. Accepting the kingdom. When you accept the kingdom, everybody has the same experience. Some people run around the church. Oh, I got it. Yes, Jesus. And I was next to my bed talking, okay, I can go to sleep now. Everybody, everybody has a different experience. You know, can I, tell, can I be real stupid and ignorant now? We get excited over healing and healing this kingdom. Why are you excited for? You should be, have a problem if you didn't get healed. Right. Because if you didn't get healed, that means you're not lined up with the kingdom. That's a curve, isn't it? That make you think, don't it? Because the Bible just said, preach the kingdom and these things will follow. Right. So if I'm preaching the kingdom, what's supposed to follow? Healing. Now, why don't you have your healing? Because you didn't receive it. Because you wanted to come a specific way. You want your stuff diagrammed. God, I'm not going to move. You know you fleecing. God, I'm not going to move unless... Uh, unless you make sure that, that when I get up in the morning, my shower's running and I ain't cut it on. And while it's running, Lord, the flow got to be dry. Right. And then you wake up and you see it. Now you say, well, Lord, that might not have been you. That just might have been the devil. So tomorrow morning, I want the shower to be off and the soap to be in the soap dish wet with bubbles coming off of it. You know that's how y'all do. If I tell somebody now that has a bad need to get up and run around the church, the first thing you're going to say is, now how many people just missed that one? See, I do stupid stuff. You can't go now. Well, you, you slow anyway. You'll be all right. I'll let you go because you slow. Get on up. He'll run with you. I keep forgetting. You got to come around the corner. <laughs> See, you got to watch stuff. And I don't, do this, I don't do this for show and tell. That's a game you play. This ain't a game. This is life. Because a lot of times you never know when God moving. You just got to move. You just got to move when he say move. I like that trot. See that trot? That's a pimp right there. How you trot pimping? <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm just trying. My ignorance is the fact that I still believe that he receives healing. Healing is something you have to receive. I try to tell people, I walk two to three miles when I walk with a 20-pound pack on. I never told you that my knee did not affect me. I just received my healing. You have to understand, while I'm walking, I don't, I'm good. Now, when I stop, it's like, but well, I might need to walk some more. <laughs> so even now, I'm standing up, I have no pain. My knee's been hurting me all day long. So when I speak kingdom, guess what happens? I receive my healing. That's how you receive your healing. Not by the experiences. I forgot what experience I was going to tell you about. But we just keep on moving. Maybe one of necessity. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so remember this now, because you made this declaration. 
You made this declaration. You said that <laughs> you would listen to advice and receive instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future. Be careful what you wish, what you say, because you know I'm going to teach you. So let's, let's, how many minutes I got? I done did it again, didn't I? I need you to stop. <laughs> so let me, let me, and again, I go through this because there's some things that are hot in my spirit and I got to get it out. I go through things so you know who you are because the world has told you that you're nobody. You need to know who you are. Now, I'm going to share this. Because if you understand life, why are we the ones they killing? Except the enemy know who we are. See, y'all, 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 they listen. That's just like when you're under pressure. The enemy only comes and attacks you when there's another door that's open. Just like I tell people, I want drug addicts in the church. Why do I want a drug addict in the church? I'm not a drug addict. Why do I want a drug dealer? Well, I want a drug addict too, so I can get delivered. Why do I want a drug dealer? Because the drug dealer already knows business. I just need to teach him to do it another company. Trust me, if he can make millions hustling weed, I can make millions in the kingdom. He understands business. What did God say? He did not say become born again. The first mention was repent. What does repent mean? Change your mind. So when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, what's supposed to happen? You're supposed to change your mind. Your mind is no longer on the things of the world. Your mind is on the things of the kingdom. And as long as you seek the kingdom first, he says, I give you the world. Matter of fact, it's already yours. Whole different issue, whole different mindset. My job is to teach you the kingdom. My job is to change your mindset to the things of God, not the things of your stinking flesh on the way you think things should be. In the streets, they told me them were two kind of people think, old folks and fools. I never understood that. I ain't going to be no fool. I want to get old. <laughs> I ain't going to be no fool. If he says it, then I'm going to do it. And, and I did all that. You say, now what does that have to do with authority, uh, prayer and the purpose and this authority? Well, until you know who you are, you don't know why you pray. I pray for an hour, 45 minutes, but that's my intercession. That's, that's praying in tongues. Not naturally, I pray in tongues. Well, I need that. I need that relationship just like you do. See, but when I pray up here, I need to pinpoint. I need to know where to go. But can I, I don't even have time to do all that. If I lay hands, I lay hands. If I speak, I speak. Why? Because it's kingdom. You ever see Jesus wasting time? You know, yeah, come on, come on now, bro. You got to go. I'm sorry. Look, I'm tired. I'm tired. Bye. Loose here, devil. <laughs> I ain't got time to be spitting and hawking and, and binding and bro. Time to go. Yeah. Why? Because that's that's kingdom. But he knows that you don't know who you are, so he's still giving you pain. He's still giving you problems. You got family issues. When Jesus said, I came to turn mother against daughter, son against father, and you still trying to, you can't reconcile hell and heaven. And just say, just say, has it worked for you yet? <laughs> I mean, let me know. But I tell you what, if you start living kingdom around them and letting your no be no, 
I guarantee it'll change after a minute. So let's get this. How many minutes I got? Two, you, two, I only did four minutes? Well, that's some long breath. Anyway, let's do this. So again, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I just had to share that with you. Hopefully you got it. I pray this has been a blessing. Uh, uh, so in, in, in looking at prayer, the purpose and the power of prayer, uh, we still been trying to deal with the authority of prayer and, and where the authority comes from. So, so basically I'm dealing with foundation, where the authority comes from. And the fact is that the matter is that our position of that authority was when Jesus won uh, the, the battle over the enemy. And so what happened in the position that we have in God and that authority that God gave us was transferred back to us. So once you accept the Lord as your Lord and Savior, that authority that Adam had now becomes your authority. You know, I'm probably sure that Adam walked on water because Jesus did. Adam named the animals. And it's funny, when he named all the animals, he said, yo, everybody good, but Brian, I ain't seen, I ain't seen, I ain't seen the one for me. I need one for me. So God just put him to sleep, took the rib out, bam, here comes the woman. See, even then you have issues with Adam because Adam was a man of color and he was white. Uh-oh, there it is. Snap, crackle, and pop. That's why they had all these different ethnicities come out of this union. That's why you see now when black, white mixed together, you have all these different hues of skin color. You know, they still lie to us and tell us three wise men came from the East. That's a lie. It was not a black man, a white man, and a Chinese man. You know, it's about 15 or 20 of them joints with about 120 soldiers armed and ready to fight because they're the ones that made kings. That's why hair was ticked off. What you mean you came to make a king and I'm supposed to be the king, bro? What's going on? But you see, Herod didn't touch him. We still got these three cats when y'all celebrate y'all Christmas stupidity. We still got these three cats bringing some stuff and they give you these three little chests. Let me tell you something. Jesus didn't have to work the rest of his life, bro. Because they brought him some gold, some frankincense. When they brought stuff, they brought stuff worthy of the king. Wasn't a little box, a little gift box. <laughs> How you gonna give a king a gift box? Is you crazy? It's the king. You gotta give him a dowry. Huh? It's just, just, just food for thought. Just, I'm just food. I'm just. So when he came and when we accepted him, he gave us back that same authority. Anything we call, we bring to pass. Anything we declare becomes, uh, becomes our promise. Be careful what you say. Life and death is in the power of your tongue. Oh, I feel bad today. You start looking ugly after an hour, don't you? You walk to church, I'm feeling so bad. How you come to church, I'm like, you feeling bad. If anything, you need to enter into his courts with praise and into his gates with thanksgiving. You need to come, God, I thank you. Glory, hallelujah, that I'm healed in Jesus' name. You come, I don't know if I'm going to make it tonight. I'm just, I sure hope he don't talk long. I need, I need to hit this. I need to hit this subway stop before it closes. Okay. And 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 eat. So I'm not gonna finish this tonight. So the question would be, well, what what gives you the right to pray? Uh, but what you have to do is you have to become sure of this particular answer of the fact that what gives you the right and. What gives you the authority? So we actually, the, the, the previous lessons I was dealing with the fact that you know now that prayer is the vehicle by which you are meant to commune with God. That's the vehicle. That's how you talk with God. It's the medium through which your spirit is intended to affect and to be affected by the will and the purpose of God. 
You're to be affected and you're to affect others by the will and the purpose of God. But you have to first of all know your purpose. What's your purpose? Because some of y'all think y'all purpose is just to go to work and go home. You forgot your purpose is to spread the good news of the kingdom. You know, some of y'all just think that y'all don't do nothing and not realizing that you're viable and valuable for the kingdom. But some of you just sit on your hineys and don't do nothing. You just want God to bless you. Can't get you to pray five minutes. Can't get you to clean up a chair. Can't get you to prophesy, teach nobody. You just want to sit up on your laws, and do nothing. That's not kingdom. You married that other boy. <laughs> oh God, my wife's gonna kill me. <laughs> oh God. Don't worry about that joke. We pass that on tomorrow. So, so let's look at the purpose of prayer. It is to affect and to be affected by the will and the purpose of God. God originally gave us the right by virtue of our relationship with him and our purpose of exercising dominion over the earth. So we lost that right because of our first ancestors. Adam and Eve forfeited that right. And then the enemy in 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 became the God of this world when this was our position. So what happened then was we became estranged from God. We became estranged from his plans. So of course, because of that, People are still today feeling isolated. People even in the church feel unsure of where they stood with God and where they stand with God today. People don't know that what God wanted them to do. He don't know what God wanted to work through them. So we become born again instead of becoming kingdom citizens. Because once you become kingdom citizens, then it's my duty to teach you who you are, what you are, and what he expects you to do. It's his purpose, not yours. Once you know his purpose, then he'll bring to pass his will in your life, and then he'll give you the desires of your heart. But they should all be centralized around his purpose because that's why he told Adam, I'm sorry, yep, told Adam, have dominion, replenish, subdue. Replenish has nothing to do with having children. Replenish has everything to do with replenishing and recreating the creative mindset that you have into the hearts and minds of others. If you really tell people what they have access to for the kingdom, instead of the submissive anarchy that we teach, everybody go run to the church. You mean tell them I got that? When they start seeing you walk in kingdom authority, when they start seeing you stand up on your two feet and being who God called you to be, they're gonna be like, man, she got some, she got, she got a pair of shoes now. I almost said the wrong thing. She got, <laughs> she got a big pair of shoes now. She walk with her shoes, she got them heels clicking. You know, he walk around like he, 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 King Kong. Boy, I had to get it, bring it out, I had to bring it out. He walk like he King Kong. Who he think he is? He before four foot two. What are you talking about? Who he think he is? Kingdom. How he get that? He don't make that much money. How he buy that house? He don't make that kind. Who? Who you serving? Bro, I need to go to your church. I need to find out what the Sam Hill y'all got going on over there, bro. Everybody wearing right here, new cars, new houses, new clothes. Everybody dressed up, nobody's messed up. Ain't nobody gonna be confessed up. You know what I'm saying? We still getting positions and they talking about there ain't no jobs out. What, 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 what? Who? 
What kind of God? Who the God? Let me share, let me share this. Matter of fact, if you go back and read when Moses began to tell his father-in-law all the things that God had done, his father-in-law was a high priest of Midian, you know, them color folk. His father said, heck, let me give God an offering. Let me burn some incense. Shucks, I'm so glad he is the God above all every God. He, let me burn some junk. Hey! Let me, huh? Trust me, they start seeing you walk like you're supposed to walk. Where you going to church at? What if? I need to go to your church because y'all church, y'all be throwing down. Y'all be having fun. Y'all be jumping off the windshield. Y'all be doing everything. I like church like that. Y'all ain't got to dress up. Y'all ain't messed up. We just gonna just bless up. Let's move with it. But I thought, I'm so sorry. I feel, no, 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 no. I got to do this to get to heaven. Well, how you going to get to somewhere in HO? Amen. Am I making sense to anybody other than myself? Huh? Why are we still having all these idiot holidays? See, I heard that over the same thing. Let's go back to prayer. I see y'all looking. Don't you take away my Christmas. Don't take away my Christmas. Santa Claus coming down my chimney. I bought a house just for this motor scooter to come down. I bought a chimney. I didn't even want a gas fireplace. I wanted a log because I want to see him come down. Don't tell me that though. I want to hit a reindeer. Wee, wee, wee. I let him run by my crib. Here come the nine. Pa pow. Got some deer meat tonight, baby. Got some deer ribs. Rudolph is no longer red nose. <laughs> Got some red toes. Look. Uh, and, and again, be, because of the estrangement, we, we lost our sense of purpose. We lost our sense of purpose. And, and a lot of people say, well, Apostle Wright, Dr. Wright, what made you change? Kingdom. A whole lot of stuff happened to me in 2012. Whole lot of stuff. I started asking God a whole lot of questions. I had some issues that I didn't understand. And I just opened the Bible and said, seek ye first the kingdom. I said, well, hey, God, I heard this 20 some years ago. He said, yeah, what happened? Well, um, I don't know. What you gonna do? Um, I'm gonna study. And then what you gonna do? I'm gonna teach the kingdom. And what's that going to give you? That's giving me access to all of them. And that's when I had to go back and repent to people about earrings and tattoos and stuff and, and this, that, and how you wear suits to churches. I had to go back and I had to repent. I had to change my mind. I had to ask people to forgive me because I was a Pharisee. Right? Now, that hurt. That's like, I was a Pharisee, and I taught you how to be Pharisee. Right? Because you followed me. Now you're trying to figure out which way I'm going. Like, that ain't, that ain't dad. That ain't, that ain't apostle, right? I, I've been knowing this motor school for 20 years. He ain't never, the heck, is he drinking now? Is he really taking communion? Is he doing that shot every night like he said his aunt do? <laughs> huh? I was lost. I was estranged from my purpose. I thought I knew my purpose. My purpose is not behind the title. The title is a part of the gift that he gave me. So I know a lot of people got upset because people came to the church visiting saying, hey, doc, and you wasn't accustomed to people saying, hey, doc, you wanted them to say, that's disrespect, call him the apostle. That's not my name. And no, you would not call me by my first name <laughs> because only people called by my first name is bill collectors I owe, or they owe me. One of the two is... 
But understand that people say, well, call me the bishop. That, that ain't your name, bro. That's a position. You know, there's a guy in the Bible they call the rap shaker. You know, that's not his name. That's his position. A lot of Old Testament names you read, that's not their name. That's their position. I was estranged from my purpose. But now, 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 I understand my purpose because once I accepted Christ and I got the fulfillment of the kingdom, I understood how my prayer life should be. You must realize that your concept of prayer has possibly been influenced by the effects of our fall. Right. So what God wants to do with me sharing this teaching is the fact that he wants to now give us a new outlook on prayer, one that literally reflects his purpose for redemption as well as for his creation. You don't pray just to pray. You pray to move stuff. You, you don't pray just to pray. You pray to change the atmosphere. God, I, I felt that with myself right on the corner. I almost had to get a little jig in. <laughs> These shoes won't let me on this car, but I jig and do a flip. <laughs> Hopefully I land on my feet. But that's, we have to understand that. We have to know who we are. We have, we have seen and understand that God's purposes are eternal, that he had a plan in place since the foundation of the world for the restoration of mankind. My duty now is to teach you that restoration. This particular restoration involved defeating Satan and sin. And of course, that was accomplished in line with God's principles. But his purposes have never changed. That's why I teach businesses and jobs and leadership. So people get offended because I say, lead the government. Well, I, that's my bread and butter. That's your butter. God is your bread. And you'll never get rich with butter because it always melts. <laughs> Y'all know I'm telling the truth. But now bread, make you get fed, baby. Make you fed. Huh? And if you seek kingdom, he'll give you wisdom and direction, how to fulfill. I always say this. You, nobody pays me any attention. Everybody with Jesus have businesses. How can you hang out with Jesus for three years and your business don't go bankrupt? When Peter and then went back, they went back to fishing. Boat's still there. Can I really be stupid? You want me to be ignorant? Y'all ever read your Bible? I need help. What time is it? There's a particular scripture in the Bible. I'm sorry, I'm just talking. Google it. There's a particular, <laughs> there's a particular place in the Bible. There's a verse in the Bible that says, when Jesus got ready to, to move, it talks about the women that took care of them. The women with means took care of them. That means the women had money. And they took care of him and his disciples. So everywhere they went, the women was taking care of him. See, here's the problem with teaching religion. You never hear about women. Right. Here's the problem with teaching religion. Everybody white. Everybody. Jesus is white. The Pharisees is white. Everybody white. They ain't a Negro nowhere. No Negroes, no Latinos, no Native Americanos. Ain't none of us up in that motor school. Like we just on an island, some kind of big wear. <laughs> Hoping Santa come by and get up the other toys. <laughs> That's religion. When you teach kingdom, there's no male or female. There's no Jew nor Greek. There's no bond nor free. We're all in the body. We're all in the body. 
See, that other quick caption I was going to take, thank you, Holy Ghost, the other quick caption I was going to take is, you know, people don't teach you the truth. Uh, the tomb that Jesus laid in was a black man. Right. That you know, that boy Joseph Arimathea. Now, he had to have been somebody because he went up to Caesar. Oh, boy, say, yo, I mean, Pontius Pilate said, yo, can I have the body? How you get to see Pontius? Right. So he had to have position. But religion won't teach you that. Religion won't teach you that while Jesus' eyes was bloody and he could not see, religion won't teach you it was a black man that held his cross. God, I love that one. The black man knew how to get to the cross. Ah! So he became the eyes for the Savior. I need y'all to help me. Where are your eyes looking at? See, religion won't teach you that. Religion tells you that you nobody. You know that old stupid song, I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. Just shut the heck up. I'm somebody telling every doggone body that I'm a part of the body of the kingdom of God. Yeah, y'all sing that stuff. I ain't singing nothing. Throw me some gospel rap on this monkey and break it down. How many minutes I got? That ain't telling me. Oh, I got five minutes. That's just <laughs> Let me hear him get out of here. Y'all, have anybody been blessed? I'm not finishing again. Let me get this little piece. His purposes have never changed. I have one purpose in life. Teach the kingdom. Teach people how to be leaders and to teach people how to build businesses. You said that's three purposes. Well, I, if you can count. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, three and one. We just work it. But I know my purpose. Y'all been here long enough. Anytime I deviate from that purpose, I get in what? Trouble. I ain't going to sing that other Negro spirit. Trouble don't last always. <laughs> it's called how hard-headed I am. Which is why, how did I start this off? Don't seek after stuff, seek after him. See, I'm, I'm gonna throw this and finish this little piece so we can get out. Let me tell you something about seeking stuff. So I, everybody know I invest. So I got, I got, I got, I get cocky sometimes. And uh, so I invest in options, other than my other stuff. I, I just, I just like moving money. Uh, so I got to the point to where I was shortening up my prayer time so I could do my option trading. <laughs> I said the same thing. <laughs> I shortened up, you know, because I, I wanted to hit the market at a particular time. So I shortened my prayer up and I took away some study time. And I'm like, how'd I lose that money? Hold on, how'd I do something that stupid? I know better than that. And I said, aha, you missed your purpose. You start seeking after that wealth. It was popping now. I was I was slotted. I was slotted. I was slotted. I was slotted. I was slotted to make a certain amount of money in nine months. And it said, bam! Woo. And the only thing I heard the Holy Spirit say, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And I'll give you everything you desire. The stupidity is when I was doing that. My trades was doing dumb stuff. I was literally letting my trades drop 
And in less than 30 seconds, I watched him jump up to 120 plus. I'm not fabricating. But when I missed my purpose, they went from 80 to a negative 99.9. You know what that's called? Nothing. <laughs> so that $300 trade became a no dollar trade. God's purposes have not changed. His plan was not simply to come down and take control of the earth and take it back from Satan, which is what he could have done. But he couldn't have done it that way because that's not his principle. That's not what he gave us authority to do. That's not what he has authority to do because he gave us that authority on the earth that he could not do what he said that shouldn't be done that would literally been inconsistent with him and his integrity. Uh, and of course, if he, if he would have done that, then the enemy could have accused him of usurping authority that he had given to man. As I close tonight, I need you to know who you are in God. Cut the TV off. Cut the news off. Because the only thing the news is going to make you do is get frustrated. Literally. They done had two more killings a day. The only thing the news is, it's a, it's a spirit. The only thing the news is going to do is make you get frustrated. Now, if you look at the news and you don't get frustrated, start taking care of that spirit, that murdering demon. That's what you do. Instead of talking about, well, they just killing black people. Why? Because of vision. Don't let them kill your vision. Know who you are in the vision and bring peace to the storm. We're in the world, we're not of the world. Take authority over that spirit in your neighborhood. Take authority over that spirit in your school. Take authority over that spirit in your kids. You have that power. You have that authority. Know who you are in Christ and know your purpose. Seek his kingdom, and he'll make sure that he has everything under you. Amen. Bless the Lord. We pray that this broadcast has been a blessing to you. If so, please subscribe to Kingdom Expectations podcast and also like us on our social media Facebook page at Kingdom Expectations. As always, stay blessed and be safe. God bless you.